Hello, Govna. I hope you guys are good. Today, we're digging into Hebrews chapter 11, and there are a couple of verses I really want to highlight because holidays are hard, and uh, sometimes it's easier to really focus on the hard stuff over the eternal stuff, you know? The stuff that's right now is super in your face, and when we think about eternity, it just seems so far away, but it starts now. And I hope that today's episode helps to bring you back to that truth. So if you are ready, we are going to do this old school style Bible study girl. Grab your Bible, grab a pen, and let's do it. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Before we get started today, I am going to read our featured review, and this one is out of New Zealand from Coach Reina titled So Refreshing and So Much Wise Counsel. I love your love for the Lord and the fact that you go deeper into passages of the Bible to teach us good biblical principles. I thank you for reminding me to stop overcommitting and trying to do things with my own strength. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you so much, Reina. I know you and I'm grateful for you. And this means a lot, especially because we're going into a Bible study episode. Sometimes have seasons where I do this more frequently, and this is one of those seasons where it's actually not as frequent. So I'm excited for today for a lot of reasons, but especially because that is what is resonating most for you. So thank you again for leaving that review. And I do appreciate all of the reviews coming in. So thank you everybody for taking the time. It means so much to not just me, but the entire team, because there's several of us working on all of the things that are happening at Her Renewed Strength now. So let's dig in. Today we are in Hebrews, and Hebrews is a letter by an unknown author to the Hebrews, right? And what I want to just say is that this entire chapter, chapter 11, is so powerful. I'm not going to read through the entire chapter, but the entire chapter is titled by faith. And there are so many examples of faith and what that looked like. So today we're going to focus on Moses and we're specifically highlighting verses 26 to 27, but I'm going to actually start in verse 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 
choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. So I read until verse 29, and this is essentially the life and story of Moses. So what I'm most drawn to is in verse 26, he considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. And I say this in the intro. I have talked about this when I explained what a biblical mindset is. We often are tempted to focus on the temporary, the temporal, right? However, we are by faith to look to the eternal. And this is illustrated in this particular verse. I had to ask the question, what is the word reproach mean? What does that word actually mean? You know, what's the definition? And the verb is to find fault with a person or a group, to blame. The noun means blame or censure conveyed in disapproval, disgrace, discredit. So if we sub that word for disgrace, let's just say, we see this say, he considered the disgrace of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt. What does that mean? It means that Christ, Jesus himself, was disgraced in our place. We deserve that disgrace because we are the sinful ones, not Jesus. But Christ took that upon himself and Moses considered that greater wealth, more valuable, right, than the treasures. And we know that Egypt was a very wealthy, wealthy nation at that time and and still than the treasures of Egypt, right? The disgrace that bought our salvation is worth more than the treasures of Egypt. And Moses was looking to that reward. So I want to just break down some of these words and, you know, all of the things. He was looking. That translates to this word apoblepo, and it's a verb. It means to turn the eyes away from other things and to fix them on some one thing, to look attentively. Another way to say this is to look steadfast, to look with steadfast mental gaze. So basically to just be focused on something, right? So we're seeing that Moses was focusing on the eternal reward. How many times in a day do you focus on the eternal reward? When you're in a spat with your spouse, when you are annoyed by some inconvenience, when your child or your sibling or your parent is frustrating you, are you thinking about the eternal reward rather than whatever short-term pleasure, win, etc.? you might be tempted to focus on. 
And some of you are going through really hard things right now. You might be going through a cancer diagnosis. You might be going through a divorce. You might be going through a mental health struggle. And you might be tempted to focus on that thing and that thing alone. It might consume you. It might keep you up at night. It might be the thing that you stay researching about, that you read all the books on, that you listen to all the podcasts about. Those things can consume us. The problem is those things are temporary. This is only a temporary place for us. Someone said something the other day, and I had to really think about what it meant. The person said, this is just a vapor. And I was like, I've never heard someone say that. And then I read it today in my Advent devotional. I'm reading Anne Voskamp's The Greatest Gift. Beautiful, beautiful devotional. Highly recommend it. And when I read it, it hit me. It's like, I totally understand now. Like a vapor is fast, right? Like it's just a quick thing that comes and goes. And that is our life here. For the believer, forever doesn't necessarily sound like it's close, but we know that it's actually pretty close, right? Because we are here one day and we're not here the next. So what comes after that? After death is eternity, because we know that we'll spend our lives in heaven with Jesus when we accept him as our Lord and Savior. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let Jor's Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jor's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jor's Joy. And guess what? The link is in the show notes. All right, back to the show. So if you're focused on now and you're worried about now, that signals to me that you aren't looking to the promise of tomorrow, the reward that we have in eternity that was bought at a price. I think this is especially powerful because as we are waiting for the celebration of Christ's birth, the remembrance of that, we are also waiting for him to come back. So looking forward to that is really important. It's something that we benefit from doing every day, thinking about the eternal promises that were made to us. You know, I was diagnosed with cancer in December of 2016. I found out on December 22nd. And my husband and I at the time had no children. Uh, we were married for five weeks. And it was weird. It made Christmas, which is my favorite favorite holiday, made Christmas really weird. And I remember us having Christmas Eve dinner together. Um, he had to work that night. So I ended up spending Christmas Eve alone after that. And um, the next day I, you know, I spent it with some new friends that we had made and their family because we were in California. Our entire families were in Jersey and Puerto Rico. And I remember feeling the Lord just be so close to me. And 
of course I was not in the highest spirits. And of course it was like not my favorite (laughs) year, right? But it also was because there were so many things that came out of that journey that have just changed me forever and changed my forever in really profound ways. Had I only focused on the diagnosis, I might miss the miracle of each day. Had I only focused on the word cancer and the potential that I might die from it, then I might forget that after death, I will be able to spend eternity with God. I know it sometimes is kind of funky to think about that because death sounds so final, but we have to remember that as believers, it's not. It's not for us. We're not going to remain dead, right? In fact, we get to go home. And I'm not saying that we should all be looking forward to it, at least not trying to accelerate that process, right? But there is a promise that is made. And when we think about that, when we hold that eternal perspective, it actually changes the way that we are able to navigate the way that we navigate right now, the temporary. In verse 27, we see, by faith he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. This is the ESV that I'm reading from. You know, he endured as seeing him who is unseen. It might not make a whole lot of sense. So I'm actually going to read a different translation and then, you know, kind of land my plane. Okay. So in the NIV, which is a little easier to understand, it says, by faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. He persevered right? He endured because he saw him who is invisible. You don't have to see God physically to know that he's there. And if you feel like you're not feeling him, like you don't sense that he's close to you, my question would be, how close are you to him? Like, are you pursuing him? Are you running after him? I didn't run after God before cancer. I like fast walked. (laughs) After cancer, I sprinted. I sprinted because I didn't know anyone else who could bring me peace. I didn't know anyone, not my husband, not my parents, not my best friends. I didn't know a soul who can make me feel better about it. Not a doctor not a prior cancer patient turned survivor, not anyone ever brought me peace and joy like Jesus. And if you are in a season where you're suffering, where you're going through a crappy time, I need you to stop and just run after the Lord. Be in the word of God. Worship him. Turn off the noise around you and only tune in to God himself. He has revealed himself to us through his word, his inerrant, perfect, always on time word. And I tell you, I promise it will change how you walk through this season and how you feel in this season. 
if you don't know where to start, start with what you have, start with what's available. And there is an entire community, a Facebook group where you can join and jump right into several Bible studies about anxiety, about emotions, a study on Jonah who was going through a hard time, who was super anxious and even suicidal about Ruth, who was a foreigner in a strange land with no family, but God took care of her. Dig into these studies. They're available to you. And I walk you through them one day at a time, verse by verse. You don't have to figure this out alone. There's an entire community of women who struggle with anxiety at some level, who really want to get better at managing their time and prioritizing and just making God's word a priority. They're there. They're sharing. They're vulnerable when they have the capacity to be. And when you have the capacity to be there, you can share too. But if you aren't there yet, you can just dig into God's word. So I pray that you will. I pray that you would meet us there and you can head to herrenewedstrength.com. Just click on community and you'll see a link to join free. It's not going to cost you anything. Let me know how I can support you. You can email us at hello at herrenewedstrength.com and just let us know how we can pray for you. If you're walking through something hard right now, you don't have to walk alone. God is right there just waiting for you to ask him to be in it with you. And if you want someone to talk to, he's right there to listen. We're here for you too. And we pray that you would just be encouraged and that you would be filled with God's peace in this season, however hard, however devastating it might be. God turns everything. He uses everything for good. And I pray that you believe that because that's a promise. All right, friends, thanks for being here. I will see you on the next one. God bless. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.